On behalf of the Station Arcadia team, a big thank you to our patrons, Claus of Fenrir, Antigone Brickman, Bronwyn, N13E86, Azana, and Carolee Rose. Welcome, anyone. Oh, are we starting? We are. This is my introduction. Oh, sorry for interrupting. Oh, no worries. You're listening to Station Arcadia. As you may have heard, I have a guest with me today. Hi! Our little moving island positioned itself just within view of Palace City yesterday, and someone who saw it decided to electroboat over and check it out. Good thing they're friendly. Hello everyone! My name is Jasmine, and my pronouns are they, them. I am a school teacher from Talsoria and an ex-employee of Elevated Meadows Pharmaceuticals. A lot went down during my time there, and I guess that's what I'm going to tell you all about today? Thanks for joining us. It's my pleasure. I gotta say, I don't know what I expected when I saw your island offshore, but it wasn't this. A full station and everything for... what, what did you call it again? Radio. Radio. It's got a certain old-timey charm to it, that's for sure, all this cassette stuff. I'm not sure if everyone back home would agree, though. You'd be surprised. A couple members of our crew are actually from Talsoria. Oh yeah? You mentioned you were a cyber native. Who else here is Talsorian? One of our residents is from Destinus. Um, <sighs> their name is Lysel. Although, you might not see much of them. Lysel's very nice, but they keep to themselves. Destinus, huh. I'm from Palace, although I was relocated to the Nexus when I took the job with Elevated Meadows, then moved back. Hmm, not many people leave the Nexus for Palace. I know it may not seem attractive, but it is my home. And it is... well, it made the most sense after what happened. Which is what I'm supposed to be talking about, I guess. <laughs> I wonder how many times I'll get off topic during the course of one interview, and I'm not used to this sort of thing. Oh, that's okay. Do you want to take another moment to collect your thoughts first? I can play some foreign audio for a few minutes. Sure, if... if it's not a problem. I guess this is the place. Nikki? Hmm. Maybe it's further down the street. You. Jack, ghosts! What are you doing here? I was looking for you, actually. And you managed to find me. And my handle. How? I'll tell you in a click. Can I stay? If it's important. It is. Alright. Come with me. What are you burning? None of your business. Are you gonna tell me how you found me? A good combination of the web and what I know about you from observation. I learned you were homeless. Not too hard to see. No. Being homeless in the Nexus isn't exactly uncommon. But being homeless and purposefully avoiding every trail, every connection anyone may have to you, that leaves its own trail. I'll have to be more careful. 
I can help with that. We've gone over this. But this time, I have proof. Let me show you exactly how I can be of use. What is all this? Information from Spiritech. There's stuff on the revolution. If it's true, well, I figured you guys wouldn't want it to get out. Purity. Picks. I don't know how accurate that data is, but... I'll have a look. Cool. Oh, there's also some information on Talsorian involvement with the Empire. Specifically in Surgen and Westerfield. And a few passcodes to make it easier to get in again, if you need to in the future. You got all this by yourself? Oh no. <laughs> I had help. From who? Book club. You and a book club got into Spiritech and retrieved this information. Well, yeah. Look, I know it's dangerous. I know there's a risk. But if no one takes the risk, there's no revolution. Things were hard for me growing up. I've basically raised my little brother on my own because my parents didn't have the time for us. And despite all of that, I'm one of the lucky ones. The idea that we live in a system where what I went through is one of the favorable outcomes, it makes me sick. So when I heard that other people were trying to change that system, that I wasn't alone in thinking this way, it was like coming up from underwater. And I couldn't let them do all the work. I had to contribute too. And I just want to say, I don't want to do this because it sounds cool. I want to do this so that in 17 years, someone else won't have to. Do you know what this is? A list of fallen revolutionaries. This doesn't scare you? It does. But if we back away from fear, nothing will ever change. Then I'll be in contact. What? I can't stop you. Can't scare you off either. And I haven't seen anyone this determined in a long time. So I'll be in contact. Of, of course, yes! Thank you, Nikki. You won't regret this. Go home, memory. Yeah, yeah, it's late. Uh, good night. Thank you. Welcome back. What was that? Oh, um, the radio station can pick up frequencies from Talsoria, which can include, you know, streams, TV audio, eduvids, um, that was the season finale of a new audio fiction story. Oh, interesting. What is it? Well, uh, why don't you start at the beginning of your story and we'll go from there. Right. Well, I graduated from university with a degree in pharmaceuticals. See, when I was a child, I grew up quite poor, like... Like most people in Palace, the adults in my life were all overworked and underpaid. Not to mention we, as a community, had been hit quite hard with the iron fever. Those who had it were left with health effects that lasted the rest of their lives. I was always really good with the sciences in school, though, and because of my experience, I thought, why not go into medicine? I could help people. And make lots of money. I considered being a doctor, but when I mentioned I was interested in finding solutions to various illnesses and medical conditions like what had happened with the fever that struck my city, one of my professors pointed me to pharmaceutics. It sounded interesting, plus I mean the money you make from it. 
after all the money you have to spend on the years of higher education, of course, is... is incredible. When I finally graduated and got my medical license, I applied for a few places and got a job with Elevated Meadows Pharmaceuticals. They seemed incredible, showed a real commitment to helping people with all kinds of conditions. I was thrilled to work with them, but the dream job came with one caveat. They wanted me to act as a spokesperson. Not only would I be involved in developing the medicine, I would also have to go to the doctors and physicians and talk to them about the benefits of Elevated Meadows products. It's a pretty normal job in Talsoria. When you have so many competing companies, spokespeople are important. It wasn't exactly what I wanted to do, but a job's a job and a cred drop's a cred drop. <sighs> about six months in, though, this was back in 4-3, they developed a new drug. A type of painkiller, specifically for people recovering from surgery. It didn't matter that I wasn't in the target range of people the meds were for. They decided I should be the lead spokesperson for the marketing efforts. The company said it would be reassuring for doctors to have it recommended by someone with my charismatic attitude. There was something about it that bothered me, but I was paid well enough and I did genuinely like the idea of helping people. And if this could help doctors help people like my bosses promised me it would, I wanted to do it. So, so I did. What was it like? It wasn't bad at first. The drug was cheaper and more effective than others of its kind, so I kind of felt like I was helping people by encouraging doctors to embrace it. I managed to put my doubts behind me, and it was five years before I realized what had actually happened. By that point, Elevated Meadows Pharmaceuticals had long since moved on to different things. The painkiller was still in production and being prescribed, but I was busy with a lab physician helping develop a drug that would slow memory loss, and the painkiller was far from my mind. But I ran into a friend of mine from high school who worked in the data centers of Deadline. He started telling me about how, in the past few years, half of his co-workers had begun indulging in a street drug called Pixel Rubies. I recognized it because it was a year 396 prototype painkiller produced by another company owned by Lenata Health, which also owned Elevated Meadows. It was the prototype that had preceded the 403 drug, but had been discounted due to its hallucinatory side effects and became regulated into the realm of party drugs. That didn't make sense to me, but I shrugged it off. Until I ended up snooping through old records at work one night. Which sounds bad, but I promise it wasn't for a malicious reason. Not at first. I was merely dropping some analytics papers in my boss's office and saw he had left his messenger open. I'd been sending him emails for an entire week straight about the harmful side effects in the memory loss drug that made me think we should change the course of our research. I was getting annoyed and starting to suspect he had been deleting my emails. Ouch. He wasn't exactly in the running for boss of the year. Anyways, I took the opportunity to see for myself. And then I noticed an interesting chain between him and Bartholomew Blaze, an important investor discussing logistics and tax breaks and other stuff that went way over my head. 
I remembered then that Blaze had been involved with the 396 model, the Pixel Rubies that my friend had been telling me was on the rise. So I did some digging. I found messages from researchers early on in the developmental stage of the 403 model warning him about the addictive side effects, and messages from Blaze about the declining profit of the 396. The more I found, the more it became undeniably clear that Bartholomew and my boss had come up with a less-than-ethical deal. If Elevated Meadows could create a drug with the right addictive properties, then as soon as the doctor no longer felt the need to prescribe EM's drugs, then Blaze's products would be right there to fill the gap, and both companies would get a cut of the profit. <sighs> it all rubbed me the wrong way. I don't mind Telsoria's drug culture, but it's never been something I've really been into either. Outside of a couple of fun trips in college, I don't judge those who are into it, but like I said, this whole situation rubbed me the wrong way. We were supposed to be helping people. Everyone wants to be on the good guy's side, right? We're supposed to do our best to be the good guys. Well, I don't know if everyone really does their best. Well, I do, and you do too, right? Well, I do. So I made plans to quit. But it turns out I didn't have to. I'd forgotten. You're always being watched in Telsoria. My boss called me into his office and didn't threaten me or even bother getting mad. Just told me that he had seen the security footage and that the company would be letting me go. I couldn't have argued, even if I wanted to. I just thanked him for my time at the company and left. Moved back to Palace. Spend some time tutoring kids in local schools. I might actually go back to university and then set up my own independent medical practice in Palace. It was hard to find a good doctor growing up there, because anyone worth their salt moved to the bigger city. There's not much money to be made, but I think I've been focusing too much on that. That sounds like a plan. I hope it uh, has the effect you want it to. Did you have anything else you wanted to add? I don't think so. Well then, thank you very much for coming on the show and sharing your story. It was my pleasure. I think... I think I needed to get away from Telsoria for a bit. I haven't really been able to talk about this with anyone. Not unless I want to face a slander lawsuit from Elevated Meadows. I admit it's been weighing on me. I'm glad I found this place. Yeah, you aren't the only one who's felt that way. I know you said you needed to get back, but if you ever find your way to Station Arcadia again, you'll always be welcome here. Thank you. I appreciate it. And to our listeners, stay safe, stay moving, and stick close. You've been listening to Station Arcadia. Station Arcadia is a podcast by Metal Steve Productions and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. It is produced by Eli SD and CVVM and directed by Tova Brantner. Today's episode contained take selection by Eli SD, soundscaping by J.R. Steele, and music by Theo Goodwin. It was written by Emily Bennett, with scenes by Tova Brantner and J.R. Steele. It featured Sterling Ray as Jason, Jade Virginia as Cass, Ellison Cardenas as Memory, and Laurent J.L. Hall as Nikki.
Join us on Twitter and Tumblr at Station Arcadia for more content. Join us on Discord to chat with other fans using the link in the description. Check out our website, stationarcadia.com, for a transcript of this episode as well as information on the cast and crew. And finally, don't forget to subscribe to our Patreon. Today's board game of the week is Seven Wonders. It's a medium-complexity family game for 3-7 to seven players that takes around 30 minutes to play and utilizes the drafting mechanic.